It's another Two Catholic Guys Minute. I'm Adam. He's Ed. Ed, today is Ash Wednesday. It Happy is. Ash Wednesday. Happy Lent. Blessed Ash Wednesday. It's not Gesundheit. a saint? <laughs> no, no, like a, a blessed day. Come oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. I wasn't personifying Ash Wednesday. Are you sure? Well, Although, when I think of those who do personify Ash Wednesday, it's you. You don't want to hang out with them. <laughs> yeah. They're, <laughs> they're very grim. They're a little down for me. I don't know. I'm not a big Maybe once a year. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's always, you know, it's always sackcloth with it's, those people. It's, it's, it's not great. Uh, so, Ed, mm-hmm. when... I, I love Ash Wednesday. I know it sounds crazy. I know I know it's funny. And and we're by the way, our wonderful announcer Neil Lyons in studio with us. He didn't want to come Moral on. Moral support. Yeah, he didn't want to come on, but uh, that's okay. We we miss him, but he's now. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, what for whatever reason, some of my I don't know if this is the best way to describe it, some of my most religious memories, and I know it's a weird way mm. to say that. Actually, are Ash Wednesday. They're sure. they're hearing the gospels. They're they're walking up, receiving the ashes. To me, Ash Wednesday, in so many ways, really captures the essence of of Catholic life. Right? It it's, mm. it, it, it touches all the senses, you know, in a really special way for me. Um, and and just hearing the, the gospel and being challenged by the gospel and recognizing that we're about to start on a journey together that's very individual but also very communal uh it 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 always, i always am just i can when i think of ash wednesday i can feel what it's like outside i can feel that it's you know kind of end of winter into you know springs on uh, on the horizon i can mm. feel it, but it's still dark you know it's still it still gets gray. dark early yeah. it's still great like i can feel that and i could always go back to that whenever i think of it and and to hear about you know, to hear Christ talk about you know how we should how we should worship, how we should pray, how we should present ourselves, and then to present ourselves for ashes, and to hear that you are dust, and to dust you shall return. It's just such a powerful reminder of of our sinfulness. It's such a powerful reminder of the fact that we're here to for penance. We're here to mm. to really center ourselves on our sinfulness, recognize it in our life, and then find ways to work through it and to to find conversion. What I'm struck by, you said it was one of the more Catholic um, liturgies of the of the year. I'm struck that there's actually no I mean unless you go to the Mass, there's no sacrament involved strictly with Ash Wednesday. And what I was thinking just before you said that is it's actually kind of Catholic in the sense of universal. Like this is something that isn't necessarily inherently religious. It's it's the statement that you you will die. Right. You know, this this is all fleeting. This stuff we're putting on you is what you will become. And then you you but you take from that your foundation of a religious experience. So you choose and say that's it, or you choose and say I rise up from that somehow, some way. And and what's fascinating is it is universal. And you look back in history, it's not a, a purely either even judeo-christian concept mm-hmm. of of repentance right of of kind of the the the, the sackcloth and mourning the ashes sackcloth and mourning this is something that has found its way into judeo-christianity but it's there are cultures that have come well before us who have had similar concepts in their own religious systems so there's something innately human right. about wanting to for lack of a better term push that reset button mm-hmm. and you know 
I love the imagery you just talked about, this concept of of embracing death. And that's what we do in our Lenten journey, mm-hmm. isn't it? We embrace the fact that we need to die to sin. And that is a that is how you deepen your conversion, right? Is to die to sin, is to recognize it, to cast it off from yourself and to to journey out into the desert. And that's the, the other the other part I, of it. I, yeah. I love that other part of it of of recognizing Christ's journey in the desert, the forty days he spent there, recognizing all that he went through, and know that you are starting that journey with him. And the starting point, the starting line, if you were, the start line of it is to remember that you are dust and to dust you shall return. Like you you will we are all on our way to that eventuality and in order for us to have a happy life after <laughs> that eventuality we need lent we need that conversion and we need to experience it very deeply one of the yeah one of the real values of our faith at least and i think like you um reflected there's other faiths as well but one of the real values is that you take death which is supposed to be changed which is supposed to be the end mm-hmm. and make it the um make it the catalyst for a new life. I mean you're you're you talked about a reset. You're washing everything clean. I'm trying to <laughs> trying to get back to that thought I had, but you're you're basically saying what if I die now? Right. You know, you kind of give yourself a new lease on life because you're going through the motions of death and now what what can you make of life after this death? After having survived that's sort of a spiritual death. Yeah, and then it obviously is the start of Lent. And we've spoken a little bit about Lent. We've had a minute about Lent, but there's there's something I always, and I've mentioned this before, I always find that the end of Lent, I end up regretting that I didn't have a good enough Lent. And so <laughs> I'm really I'm really looking forward to on this day to really starting my Lenten journey and to not let the distractions of life to not let the distractions of work take away why. from the fact that we're in the middle of this mm-hmm. and and we journey together and and there is something so encouraging about the communal experience of Ash Wednesday and then Lent as a whole that you know especially if you live in an area like we do where I mean, there are restaurants that start to cater to the fact that you're on this Lenten yeah, journey, right? Yeah. That they start to advertise their fish specials on Friday. And, and, you know, obviously there are plenty of people who are listening who who don't maybe necessarily have the effect of, of being in that kind of a setting. But mm-hmm. um, there's something about that communal journey that it is very individualistic. It's very much about your own alms, your own fasting, your own coming to conversion. But you're doing it as a group and you're doing it with the church. So we hope you have a great Lent. Uh, We'll continue to talk about Lent. We're looking forward to our next series as well on the Triduum, where we're going to really break that down, talk about it, and uh, and hopefully encourage you all to check out the, the, the Triduum Masses this year at the end of Lent, where we can finally say our A words and, uh, and, and really, what do you uh, mean? I'm not going to say it. Can't I say can't it right say now. It. It's Ash Wednesday. Will they censor you? The FCC will do that? I don't think the FCC. I think it's just the Pope. The Oh. Yeah. He's got his own. Yeah. He's button. got, yeah, he's got that button. Huh? Yeah. So we'll talk to you next time <laughs> and we'll talk to you next Sunday on the two Catholic guys podcast. <laughs>